Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, you probably already guessed, we're talking about Bitcoin. Also, we're talking about Justin Sun and his legendary marketing tactics. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, February 16th, 2021. The only thing that's on our mind is the Bitcoin price. Let's get to those prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11.08 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $49,077.42, up 2.8% from yesterday. But we all know that Bitcoin crashed through the $50,000 mark. CoinMarketCap says the all-time high was $50,341.10, while CoinGecko says $50,560. It got pushed up past the $50,000 mark on news of MicroStrategy selling convertible senior notes. How much, you might ask? $600 million worth of convertible senior notes to buy more Bitcoin. Do they need more Bitcoin? We all need more Bitcoin. And apparently Michael Saylor is fiending, jonesing, craving for more Bitcoin. Yes, Bitcoin hit the $50,000 mark and bounced off, came back down. It's sitting at 49, like I said. But every time you hit a ceiling, you know there's more room to grow. I can very much see Bitcoin going back up well past the $50,000 mark. To me, Michael Saylor seems like somebody that just can't get enough Bitcoin. I guess if you keep winning with buying Bitcoin, you just keep buying more. $600 million more of Bitcoin when he makes that purchase is going to be a very hefty amount. So far, all of his Bitcoin is worth $3.5 million. Remember, he only spent around $1.5 billion in Bitcoin, making around $2 billion so far in profit. And he's looking to make a hell of a lot more. Ethereum is sitting at $1,777.02, down a percent from yesterday. Litecoin, 210.05, up 0.8%. Chainlink, 3172, down 5.28%. And XRP, 53.2 cents, down 5.7%. Total market cap for the crypto space is $1.49 trillion, up 2%. BTC dominance, 61.4%. And I don't want to pass up Cardano. Cardano's making massive gains as well. Actually, there's a lot of cryptocurrencies making massive gains. But Cardano, they went past the 90 cent mark. All-time high for Cardano, just slightly under 91 cents at 90.8 cents. They smashed past $28 billion market cap. They don't seem to be slowing down either. I guess on the ebbs and flows of the market cycle chart, I guess we should all be asking ourselves, where are we at currently? For me, I think we're somewhere between optimism and belief. When you see the media and big names coming into the space, we have belief. We're nowhere near, in my opinion, thrill or euphoria, but we are definitely in optimism, and I think we're just hitting belief. And moving on to other headlines. Justin Sun, Justin Sun, oh, Justin Sun, the founder and CEO of Tron, denies paying celebrities to promote Tron. It was just coincidence, he says, that Lindsay Lohan tweeted, hashtag TRX. 
It's also a coincidence that Neo, you know, the R&B singer from the 90s, 2000s, also tweeted hashtag TRX and Little Yachty also tweeted about Tron. And he absolutely had nothing to do with the email that was sent to MKBHD YouTuber, also known as Marcus Brownlee, to promote Tron. Justin Sun would never, ever do this. Justin Sun tweeted, There have been rumors lately of third-party celebrities being paid to promote Tron. Tron Foundation is not involved with these activities, nor is the foundation aware of the actors behind this. If you haven't seen the video that MKBHD just released about Dogecoin Explained, he also mentions this. He also shows you the proof of the email from Tron or somebody who represents Tron or somebody who's associated with the Tron community who reached out to him to try to get him to promote Tron. This is an interesting YouTube video he put out. I followed MKBHD quite a long time, and I think he's a very stand-up guy about what he promotes and who he associates himself with. He usually is just pretty straight on his job. He just does tech reviews on YouTube. Check out the link in the show notes, read the article, and take a look at the video by MKBHD. It gives you an interesting insight on some marketing practices within the crypto space. The Chain Analysis 2021 Crypto Crimes Report, which can be found in the show notes, found that 55% of all illicit crypto funds, those acquired through scams or ransomware or used in darknet markets, are laundered through just five exchange services using approximately 270 unique deposit addresses. Chain Analysis called out those nested services, including ItBit nested at Paxos and Changely nested at HitBit, as significant sources of money laundering exchange activity. I want to say Chain Analysis is doing some good work here. Every time a government or a regulatory body comes out and says Bitcoin or cryptocurrency is used for this, they come out with numbers saying, well, maybe some cases, yes, you can see it, but the vast majority, the vast, vast, vast majority are still using fiat. And they're calling out the culprits, the people who are harboring this illicit activity and saying, hey, you want to do something about it? Go get them. We're being cool. Go get them. That's what needs to be done so we have stability in this market so people aren't scared of cryptocurrency and the use cases behind it because, again, the vast majority is just used for transacting and building a new framework or infrastructure for financial services. Uniswap today became the first decentralized trading platform to process over $1 billion in cumulative volume. Uniswap, which launched back in May of 2020, has racked up an average of $11.1 billion in trading volume month over month. If you guys don't know, Uniswap is a DEX, a decentralized exchange. Basically, it operates on smart contracts. It doesn't have a centralized service. It allows any company and any user to issue or swap ERC-20 tokens on their platform in exchange and trade with each other. And because it's decentralized, there's really no governance of who or how coins can be listed. When you're working with centralized exchanges, there's usually a laundry list of requirements to be on that centralized exchange because, well, they don't want to be in non-compliance to any government regulations. They don't want to list scam coins or any coins that are going to treat their customers poorly. They also want to make money. So if your coin is on the exchange and doesn't have a high volume, more than likely, they're going to kick it off. With decentralized exchanges, you don't really have to worry about that. There's definitely other things to worry about, but there are different rules than centralized exchanges. And finally, Tesla board member is a director at two cryptocurrency companies. A member of Tesla's board audit committee that approved its $1.5 billion Bitcoin purchase is a director at these two crypto companies. Anthony Gracias, the founder of investment firm Valor, is a director at BitGo and IrisX. 
some experts say that there could be potential conflict of interest. Bill Klepper, who is a professor of management at Columbia Business School, said, if there's any direct conflict in appearance of that, you better stay arm's length away from it. We have to find out whether or not he's acting in good faith. It's in the lack of transparency that you find people to begin questioning your ethics. Well, for the crypto space and Bitcoin space, I hope there's no conflict. Just remember, Gary Black, who is a private investor and former Goldman Sachs executive, exited his Tesla position, citing that his crypto purchase was risky capital allocation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Aaron. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling.